right. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining the Jack Cooper podcast series. Um, we're excited to be speaking with Cottage Grove today. Today we have Rob, Tim, and Corey. So, um, Rob, could you give us a little bit about your, or tell us your name, position, and how long you've been working for Jack Cooper? Uh, my name is Rob Porter. I've uh, been working for Jack Cooper coming up on 11 years. Um, and um, I'm just a mechanic parts guy, a lead mechanic. Awesome. Well, thank you. 11 years. That's a, that's a long tenure. Yeah. Um, and it was while well, I've been in car hall about 14 years before that. So um, it was like a transfer when I came over. Oh, very cool. And Tim? Give us, uh, Hi. Hey, Tim, how are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm a Cottage Grove transfer like Rob. Started back in 97, so I'm a driver. And we're pushing the 26-year mark, I guess. Wow. Only 26 years, huh? I, I think it's real close to that. 25, 26. 25. I, I started 25. So, yeah, I started with Rob. Wow. And Corey, hello. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a driver transfer, just like the other two guys. Uh, Been in car hall probably since the winter, the end of, or December 98, 99. And ever since with them guys, probably been together with them pretty much the whole way. That's incredible. Wow. Um, yeah. so what led you guys, what, Corey, what led you to, to Jack Cooper? Well, I drove, I've been driving trucks since 1990 and I just did some local stuff and my dad's been a truck driver his whole life. And I kind of grew up around trucking and I came to car hall. I thought I was going to be, go work at the Ford plant in the twin cities when they, where they built Rangers after I drove for a while and that, that wasn't my cup of tea. So I decided that I wanted to go try car haul and here I am today. I still here. Wow. That's so kind of like what I've, I've heard this from other drivers, you know, once you're, once you're in this industry, uh, it's a lifestyle and, and it's, you can't, you can't get away from it. Yeah, it really, I don't know. It really is. Once you learn how to do the car haul, I don't know, it's just different than anything else. You, I mean, I've did flatbed. My family owns a trucking company too, and I still don't want to go there and drive, you know, flatbed and do that, do that route. I just stayed here the whole time. And I don't know, it's hard to get out of it once you're in it. It's just hard to explain. Just yeah. don't want to haul anything else besides cars. And Tim, what about you? What led you to, to Cottage Grove? Well, I came from a trucking company as well. I had dedicated California run, and I'd go from Minneapolis to California. And then uh, a lot of times I'd end up in Georgia and then back up to Minneapolis. And it got old real fast and too many empty promises. And a friend of mine worked for Ryder Commercial Carriers and told my dad about it and I said, Oh, I'll give it a shot. And I gave it a shot and I've been here ever since. And like Corey said, it's, there's just something about it. It's a whole different animal and you're not just sitting there on your backside, staring out the windshield. You're actually 
doing all the work. Yeah. So, you know, walking out to them, inspecting them, loading them, crashing them, banging them up. And, well, hopefully you know, not that part. Well, it, it's like everything else out here. It, it's inevitable. It does happen. You hope it doesn't happen. But, you know, in the long run, it's just it, it's a whole different animal. And it's once you get into a quarter group of guys, it's it's not like regular trucking. It's it's like a small little family. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've we've been together for a long time and good times and bad times. And it's just something that gets in your blood with this place. It's uh, good times with them and bad times with them, but uh, it's a great job. I, I think so. Anyways, I enjoy it. Awesome. I love hearing that. And Rob, you said you're a mechanic with us for 11 years. What led uh, you- Technically for with Jack Cooper for 11 years, but in car hall, a uh, total of 25. Oh, um, wow. So what happened was, is Jack Cooper back in 2011 came into this area. We had some tr- freight transfer um, and we were able to go from Allied, which was what Tim said, commercial carriers before is where I started. And we were able to transfer at that time um, and started up jack cooper in what is uh it's press we're actually in prescott wisconsin um the loading yard is in cottage grove and the old terminals in cottage grove when they were setting it up they really didn't um know at the time didn't have an actual terminal per se so they just called it cottage grove well as it we continued on they built the terminal here in prescott and they just kept the name as cottage grove so that's how I came to Jack Cooper and I say 11 years ago is when they came here, we transferred me and four other mechanics transferred from allied to Jack Cooper. But technically since we're the acquired allied we're I've basically been with them for 25 years as well. And uh, what kind of uh, products do you guys haul at cottage Grove Prescott? Do you guys haul out of there? Uh, Mostly Fords and GMs. Uh, we do have some Mitsubishi's. Am I right, guys? Correct. You're right. You're correct. Is there a plant site nearby? No, this is all railhead. Oh, railhead. And where does the product go? Does it stay local? Does it, how far how far uh, out do you guys go? We go. We go, from, the, go ahead, Tim. Go you ahead. Answer it. Well, we got we got some out west into the Dakotas. Uh, occasionally we'll get some Montana stuff, pretty limited on that down in the South Dakota and the Iowa and Wisconsin mostly. And then down to the, uh, main plant down there in Kansas city. And then we can bounce around. If you want to go farther South, you can go and get lost in the system. Shall we say you can bounce around and go pretty much wherever you'd like to go as long as you want to do that. But we always try and, and, and come back to, our home base within a couple of weeks. That's a pretty, pretty big area that you mentioned. That's yeah, the it's, whole Midwest. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. Um, so uh, what's your favorite part about your job? And I'll start with you, Rob. Um, what's your favorite part of, of what you do? Um, I might me personally, I like the parts end of it always have been, uh, I've been fleet maintenance for shoot. I want to say 35 years and that aspect of it has always intrigued me and I've enjoyed it. 
um, the whole, you know, if you got something special that happened, you got to get a part for it, digging it up and trying to figure out where you're going to find it from the time to get it, that kind of stuff. I like, and I also don't mind the leadership role here too. It's, it's kind of nice with the the group of guys that we got working here. It's, it's really, they're really easy to work with. Oh, that's great. And, and Tim, what about you? What's your favorite part of car hall? I guess just the ability to do what you like to do, go where you want to go and constantly have your mind. How do I do this? How do I do that? Nothing, you know, it may be the same load per se, but you can always load things differently, different configurations. But for me, it's, it's the guys I work with. You know, it's, um, I, I never came from a big company. I worked for my parents before I came here, and then I had that other comp- trucking job. But it's uh, the guys here is really what makes it for me. I I really really enjoy the people I work with the most. That's what makes me come back every day. That's awesome, Corey. What about you? What's your favorite thing about oh, our hall? For me, it's the for me it's the probably the drivers in the shop, the ones like. You know, we've all been together for so long that, like Tim said before, kind of gets to be like a family thing. I don't know, the the core group of guys, they, they stick together and they make a go. And, and another part of it is when I train new drivers, you know, we haven't did that for a while, but now we're starting to do it. I just like to see them progress and see if they can make it. And when they do make it, feel pretty good and... You can always use more drivers in this industry. So, yeah. I don't know. I just like some days, you know, the training gets hard, but when it's over and they're making it and they finally start making money, I feel like you did something right. And I don't know. Pretty much just, I don't know. It's the guys I work with and the freedom, so, so to say, the freedom of the job, too, is probably the reason I stay in and the reason I like it. So, Corey, you're a driver trainer then? You train the new, the inexperienced car haulers. The new guys and Tim does. Tim does some of that also, but we kind of we have did it. Me and Tim, myself and Tim, I should say, have did it together through the years. But I've probably been training since I don't know 2004. There's been a lot of guys that have left and stuff now, but we're back to doing it again. So I got to do it on Monday. Is there any kind of words of wisdom you could give if you're having a conversation with an inexperienced driver, maybe someone considering coming into this industry? Like what kind of, like, what would you tell somebody looking at getting into car hall? Don't plan. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't plan on getting rich right away. Take your time. And I don't know. It's going to take you probably six months to somewhat get a handle on it. And even today, being how long I thought, at, for me, as long as I've did it, there's always something I could do better Yeah. or change it or, you know, it just takes time. It comes with doing it and you just, you got to give it time. But once you do figure it out, it's like I said, then you can get past the first stage of it. You're not going to want to haul anything else. It's just something that happens. I don't even know how to explain it, but. And on the maintenance end of it, it's always that I was told when I got into it, 
And especially if you're coming from any other type of transportation, car haul is different and you get get used to it. Either you're going to love it or it's not going to be your cup of tea. Exactly. Yep. Love or hate relationship. And not everybody's cut out to do this. Yep. No, a lot of guys will come and try it. They'll last for a little bit and they'll just walk away. And you got to be the right person. Yeah, they'll they'll be like, "What the hell did I get myself into? This is yeah. this is not for me." But here's the great thing about it too: with the people that do make it, you know, like with and then I and I see it uh, with like with Tim and Corey that if you have people that are struggling and just like this isn't my cup of tea, mm-hmm. you, they always you, they direct them in a different way to look at it and just you know give it a little bit more time. Yes, it is different, but it's doable. And that's the one thing, whether it's on the maintenance side or the driver's side, that when you get someone new in, you just kind of encourage them because of the things that you've gone through that, you know, yeah, this really seems like it's not going to be that great from what you came from, but you will grow to like it if you just give it some time. Yeah, that's great to, to have that, that coaching and mentoring to really develop them and kind of encourage them through those, those more trying times. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you guys have a really good team out there. You can, you can stop them from doing something the wrong way. Cause you've already do it the wrong way. Yep. Try to lead them along the right path before they make a bad decision or something. And I always tell them anything you can think of that will happen has happened. Yep. Exactly. Anything, you're gonna, anything you, anything you think, you know, that you do has been done. So you got if something happens, you got to just move on from it and concentrate on your next load, however you want to call it. Yeah. Because if you keep blowing on it, things go in threes, and it'll just keep happening. All right. So Tim, can you um, describe your most challenging day working for working at Cottage Grove? Uh, I would have to say it's just. The frustration of when things end up going not the way they should, you you know you have a bad situation with a piece of equipment, and the shop does everything they can to get you going, and it just doesn't seem to fix what needs to get done. Yeah, and that you know, and it's it's no part. I you know the shop does what they do. I mean, they're I don't care what anybody says out there. Personally. I think we have the best shop out there and it's just, they're always, that would be my biggest thing is when, when we have an equipment issue or the loads get so sparse that you're stopping 17 different places and you only have six units on, it's like, how does that happen? But other than that, I, the weather is probably the, the, the next worst thing is, but other than that, it's pretty easy. Corey, what about you? What's your? Can you describe your most challenging day um, working for for uh, Cottage Grove? Well, to be honest, it, the weather is a major player in that. One day it's twenty below zero and trucks aren't starting, and the next day it's snowing five inches. And honestly, I'm in a new truck right now. This is my first real new truck. Up until now. The, I'm just going to be honest. The equipment was a major issue for me, and you could go from and it ain't nothing. It's nothing to do with the shop. It's just old equipment. They can only fix what they can fix, mm-hmm. and it, right. 
it, it is the trucks are just that old, you know. They, they they just don't get on the road like like this one does, you know. It's just constantly in the shop or, or taking a spare. You know, honestly, that's that's my major thing. Well, the worst day. Yeah, congratulations on the new new equipment. No, oh, thank you. And Rob, what's your uh, most challenging day working for Jack Cooper? Uh, actually, it was, believe it or not, my first day or week working for Jack Cooper. Because like I said before, um, they were never up here. And when they got a ton of this freight, um, they got a lot of freight everywhere throughout the whole country. And um, so they had to have a, lots of pieces of equipment up in this area in like a matter of minutes, you know, they needed it. Now they had a lot of freight to haul. So we got some really, really old stuff like tag axle equipment and things that should have been put in the junkyard a long time ago. And we were given the task to get this stuff going and on the road and hauling cars. And we were working out of our, the back of our pickups and vans with our tools out of a dirt parking lot. And it was very challenging to, and this was towards the end of winter also. So it was very challenging to keep it going. So I would say it's looking back, it's probably the one, one thing in my mind that was the most challenging part of starting with Jack Cooper. And um, not to, just before we continue, I just noticed that Beth um, has joined us. So I am so sorry, Beth. Welcome to the podcast recording. That's okay. Thank you. I've just been listening. Well, I, very patiently. Um, I'm sorry. I, I just didn't see your, your um, see that you joined. So um, okay. just to, I'd love to introduce you. Beth, could you talk, um, explain what you do at Jack Cooper and how long you've been with the company? Well, um, I'm an operations supervisor and I've been here um, just short of a year. On In March, it would be a year now. I um, do a lot of different things, which is a good reason I really enjoy this position is I work a lot with the damages. I help the drivers um, in whatever I can do. I'm part of the monthly Ford calls and the GM calls. I assist Corey and Tim with the um, new hire process, mostly on like the uh, paperwork side of the things and getting them, you know, what they need for um, their new position. Um, dispatch and communicate and um, build relationships with the dealers. Um, that's a broad overview of some of my duties. Don't forget your safety hat. Oh, yes. <laughs> and most important, yes, I do observations and I oversee the safety aspect of the terminal. Oh, awesome. Safety is very important, especially in these winter months. So thank you for everything that you do. I had a whole, whole lot of hats, it sounds like. Yep. But the most important thing and the thing that I like the most is similar to what everybody else says is I really have the wonderful benefit of all the great people that I work with. It, it really is what brings us all in every day. You know, I'm getting the, the real sense of family amongst all of you. And that is just amazing that you have that at Cottage Grove, that real sense of, of, of community and family. Yep. 
it's definitely present in this in this place. So what makes you proud to to be a part of the the Cottage Grove team? Um just helping um everybody that I can, the mechanics and the drivers and helping them provide good service and you know uh being the advocate for them um with dealers and uh trying to balance all of my duties, uh, you know, as far as damages and trying to obtain salvage and trying to just uh, accomplish business goals, but also um, helping the guys. Mm -hmm. And, oh, and I haven't, I meant to ask you as well, uh, what led you to start working for Jack Cooper? I just wanted something completely different. Um, I came from a human resources background. Um, and I just wanted something completely different. And prior to that, I had worked a lot in the healthcare industry for in the insurance um, world. So I just wanted something completely different. And I sure got that. You did. <laughs> well, that's amazing. So if I uh, need to bounce some ideas off you from an HR perspective, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. Have your people call my people. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great that you have that background and that insight for to your. It sounds like you're a real asset to the team. So, thank you. Better believe it. I believe she it. Is. She's yep. She's one of the people that came on board that we didn't expect, and I'll tell you what, that lady there really does a phenomenal job and for it every day because she really helps all the drivers. It's awesome to have her on board. Aww, that is. Thanks. Yep. So um, now that we're caught up, we have introduced Beth. Um, we'll I'll keep going with the, the podcast. So uh, can you guys, I'd love to ask, what is um, your best day working for Jack Cooper? Uh, you know, we went through what was the most challenging um, now I'd love to ask, what is the best day working for Jack Cooper? Rob, I'll start with you. Actually, it's going to be kind of funny, but what my <laughs> most challenging day was probably my best day. Oh. And the reason why I say that is we were nuts crazy getting things done. And the biggest thing was the appreciation we got for doing it. And you, yeah, there's a lot of times that in your workplace you don't get it, but I noticed Jack Cooper really did that for us. And the four guys that took a big leap of faith because we had no idea what we were getting into. And uh, it was uh, Jeff Cleveland was the guy back then that came up here. And he was always very, he's like, God, I can't believe you guys did that. And that was the one thing that really made us feel really good. I, I feel like I could get a little emotional. That's, that's really... Um... That's really special. Yeah. That, it, you know, something positive came out of that. Mm -hmm. It was challenging, but like yeah. I said, the appreciation really, it was the one thing we haven't seen in a long time. And it was really cool to see someone in that position go, man, you guys did an awesome job. That, that would be. Um, Tim, what's your, what was the best day working for Jack Cooper? Uh, there's so many that it's hard to, to really pinpoint down, but um, I guess the appreciation, like what Rob said, and you know, it's um, yeah, it's uh, just uh, uh, just 
the accomplishment end of it and the appreciation and the constant, hey, you guys are going to get new equipment, you're going to get new equipment, and Corey and I went out and got brand new equipment together, and that type of appreciation for me is just huge. It's um, I really try and take pride in my equipment that I've been given, and this that, that type of gratitude from the company was to me was phenomenal. Yeah. And Corey, what about you? Probably the day that finally actually did get a few new trucks. Um, that was pretty good. And then the day that you know, we all separated there for a while, you know, there was a little bit of a turmoil there between the drivers and the other drivers. And then the day that they took the rest of us and we actually had still had a driving hauling car job car haul job i was pretty thankful for that day yeah. that we're all back together and as one unit again that was probably one of the best days i could say thank you yeah beth what about you could you describe your best day at jet cooper mm, that's a tough one um there's quite a few uh, I guess I'd have to say it's just uh, the the corny answer is is just in helping them. It's nice knowing that somehow I helped them that day. And when you go home at night, it's just nice knowing that you helped someone and made a difference somewhere. Yeah, that's great. That, great answer. Um Again, I'll I'll reiterate. You guys sound like you have an amazing team uh, within with at Cottage Grove. You really do. So I thank you. I know there's been challenging times, but I'm so glad that you know both you guys have gotten some new equipment. You guys deserve it. Um, and you guys are uh, an amazing part of of Jack Cooper, and you sound like a great group, a great team. I'm so glad I've been able to get to talk with you today. So. Um, I'm going to, we're going to switch over now to what we call the lightning round. The lightning round, I'm going to ask you some questions. Um, I want you to try to answer uh, first thing that pops in your head. And I, I may not direct each question to each one of you, um, but I'll, I'll go around and I'll call on your name. And, and I'd love to just throw out there the, the first thing that pops in your mind. Okay. You ready? Go for it. Awesome. All right. Um, I'll start with Corey. What are your hidden talents? Probably working on motorcycles. Ooh, very cool. And Beth, what about you? What are your hidden talents? Um, <laughs> hidden talent. Let's see. I am a savant about uh wrestling knowledge Ooh, <laughs> yes very cool oh tim, yeah <laughs> tim what's your hidden talent well i don't really have any oh. i i like i like like uh cory I, I i like to work on older hot rods oh awesome do you own one yes i have a 54 ford f100 oh that I'd love it if you could send us a picture. 
Okay. I'd love that. And same thing with uh, Corey. If you have a picture of a bike that you've been working on, please send it to uh, to either myself or Rachel, and we can include that in the podcast. Well, actually, that picture that I did send you that was my son, and he's a he rides pro. Oh wow! Cycle hill climb. And that was his first race that day, and he took first, the very first pro race. That's so amazing. That was special. Yeah. Oh. Rob, what about you? What's your uh, do you have? What's your hidden talent? I don't know if it's considered a talent, but I just recently, me and my wife and I got into YouTubing. Ooh. We, uh, we like to, everyone here knows my, uh, my getaway. And I should say my wife and I's getaway is we love going to Vegas where we like the, the casinos. Mm-hmm. So, um, we watched a few, uh, YouTube channels on slots. And we figured out oh, we'll do, we have our own little particular thing we like to do. So we got in with the group and we started recording our own slot play at Vegas or local casinos or whatever and putting them on YouTube. That is awesome. That really is. Um, all right. So um, Rob, I'll st- uh, back to you. Uh, favorite sports team? Uh, unfortunately, I have to say the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> the team that can't quite get there ever. Uh, yet but they will uh Corey, what about you what's your favorite sports team green bay packers baby woo (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) i love it i love i love football so that's that's great i can relate to both liking both of those um all right tim yeah but you have my homes oh actually you know it's funny i'm i I live in Seattle, so I'm a Seahawks fan. Oh, a Seahawks. Well, you I got have Russell Wilson. Wilson. Okay. <laughs> That's not not too bad either. No, no. And, you know, if we get an offensive line and a different coaching team, then I think we'll be, we'll, we'll, we'll be. Not a Pete Carroll fan? Oh, um, uh, well, we could take that offline. <laughs> <laughs> You started it. Uh, I did. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I am. I just think um, there needs to be some creativity brought in. That's all. I'll leave it there. Understood. Um, <laughs> all right, Tim. If you could drive any car in the world, what would it be? My pickup. Your pickup. Tell us a little. Tell yes. me a little bit about it. It's just an old Ford with a small block Ford. That gets the job done. Gets the job done. I love it. And Beth, what about you? If you could drive any car in the world, what would it be? Hmm. Jeez. Never thought about Not it. that one. <laughs> you behave. Um, I'll just say. <laughs> you go. Yeah. How about a. Yeah, I'll just go with that. <laughs> I didn't catch that. What was it? <laughs> oh, now we have the giggles. It's okay. <laughs> I'll move to the next one. Okay, how about what's your favorite hobby, Beth? Oh Lord. Uh keeping these guys in line. <laughs> that is that's a job, not a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Rob, what about you? What's your uh do you have a favorite hobby? Uh, just going to the casinos. That's kind of our thing. Mm-hmm. Going to, we love Vegas. That's 
kind of what uh, gets us on the next level. That's our, our home away from home, let's say. Oh, thank you. That's, that sounds like a fun place. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, I think I already asked this earlier, but I'll ask again, Tim. Uh, one piece of advice you would tell a new hire on their first day starting at Cottage Grove. Just throw everything that you think you know out the window and take your time and listen to the guys that have been here long enough and just don't think you know everything and just enjoy yourself. That's a great piece of advice. Um, all right, Beth, um, the best thing about your terminal that you want people to know? We are awesome. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And Rob, what about you? Uh, best thing about your terminal you want people to know? Um, kind of what we've been touching on the whole time is that it's basically like a family. And uh, you have your ups and downs, but for the most part, everybody's here to help each other, and we all get along really well. Awesome. And uh, Tim, best restaurant within driving distance to the terminal? And I guess for, for a driver, that could be 50 miles, right? I, I don't go to restaurants, to be honest. Um, my wife took me to Barley and Vine. That's right in Lakeville, Rosemont area. Um, that's all I got. Mm -hmm. Well, Rob, what about you? Best restaurant within driving distance to the terminal? <sighs> Nothing fancy. Um, I like Las Margaritas and Hastings. Hmm. Just a Mexican restaurant. Got good margaritas. That sounds yummy. <laughs> uh, Beth, if you could have dinner with one person, living or dead, who would it be? She already had dinner with me, so I guess that sums it up. Really? <laughs> God. See what I put up with here? <laughs> you. I guess I would have to say I would have to say my dad, just because he's been gone a long time. It'd be nice to catch up. Yeah. And not mustard. Tim, what about you? Um, I would have to say with my mom's dad, because he's a, uh, a war veteran, and there's so much I didn't get to, to know that I wanted to know. Yeah, good answer. Uh, Corey, this I'll direct to you. What are you currently binge watching? I just got done watching Yellowstone. Ooh, that's a good one. Yep. And Rob, what about you? Is there anything you're currently binge watching? I usually don't binge watch a lot. Usually we just do YouTube stuff. We watch that on TV a lot. But as far as binge watching shows, there's always ones that are like, like Yellowstone. It's like, oh, you need to watch it. I just never do. Mm -hmm. Well, it is a good one. Um, I, I, um, uh, we just finished watching, uh, this, the fourth season and I, I can also attest that it is, it's a good series. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a little, it's a little, uh, um, you know, it's, it's, it, what is it rated? It's definitely rated TV mature. So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. But it is oh, anything with Kevin Costner and you can't go wrong. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Except for Robin Hood, but that, yeah, that's true. <laughs> There is always one show. There's always one. Um, <laughs> all right. So, Corey, who's most likely to tell a dad joke at your terminal? 
uh, a clean dad joke? Yeah, yes, dad, dad jokes are clean jokes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We got one driver in the city. His name is Bob. He always comes up with some kind of. Yep, Bob Peckman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, dad joke. And what was his name? Bob Heckman. Bob Heckman. Bob Heckman. All right. It, and- <laughs> it's, it's actually Bobby the Poop Man Heckman. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? <laughs> yes. Um, all right. And, and is that unanimous or does anybody have another person they'd like to throw out there for the best dad jokes? I'd say Bob's probably the best one. Yep. I concur. Awesome. All right. Well, you guys, that sums up the podcast. Well, thank you guys all for joining. I really enjoyed getting to know each of you and talking about Cottage Grove and learning more about your location. So thank you all for joining. I I really appreciate the time. Thanks. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you later. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.